Dunkin' is putting a whole new spin on pumpkin at Dunkin' with our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold, cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam made with cinnamon and nutmeg spices. And there's more pumpkin for you to love, like the delicious fall classic, our pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Sip into the fall season with the $3 medium pumpkin cream cold brew or pumpkin spice signature latte. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusion apply. Valid on pumpkin spice signature latte only in all cold foam cold brew. My night is rubbish. Isms. Isms. Juxtapose. Didactic. My night is rubbish. My night is rubbish podcast. Right, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Hello and welcome to episode number 73, said Marcus as he turned down his level on his mic. Are you all right, Tom? Yeah, I mean, your voice is booming. Absolutely booming. booming. (laughs) Yes, I sound like the old, uh, who was the old, uh, the legal bloke? There used to be a, a a member of Parliament who was the like the legal guy, and he sounded like Gandalf. Oh, uh, you mean Mister Legal Bloke? Mister Legal Bloke. I can't think of the name of it, but he 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 left because he was probably too profound in his speaking. Yeah, it's the government's legal advisor, the Attorney General. I think that's the word. And he spoke like that, very very like Gandalf. Okay, I'm not yeah. sure who that is, but you painted a very nice picture for for me and all the listeners. Yeah, I mean, he actually talks a load of rubbish, but he he did it with great gravitas. And there you go. Great. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of lost one, yeah. Right, anyway, so we got a couple of stories. Uh, one about vandalism. You know, we like vandalism, don't we, here, Tom? So that's good. Yeah, nice. modern vandalism is rubbish. Yeah, and a um, a legal one, very much. Uh, if you remember back to our our legal episode about copyright and all that stuff, so we've got another one that's uh, come into the news recently involving a Warhol. All right. Well, that sounds fascinating and exciting. <laughs> <laughs> copyright. <laughs> That's what everyone wants to hear. <laughs> right. So on to the first one. Um, just to say that a live artwork does not mean a participatory artwork. Um so there's an untitled piece, uh, 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 an untitled work by a graffiti artist called John One. You know John One? I don't know John One, but I do now. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's a fun name, John One. <laughs> John One. <laughs> yeah, but it's One rather than W-O-N, so he never feels like he wins. Oh, right. Like, similar to... Um Boop! Um, Elon Musk's new child. Oh, uh, what's that called? We talked uh, about it last time. I can't remember. 
something. Yeah. something. Might as well be called John One. John One. Well, basically, he had a painting that was done live in front of an audience in 2016. And it's it's kind of like a big American abstract expressionist work. It's got lots of colours and lots of light just forms, but it's not actually anything figurative. It's a huge canvas. And it's been, it's been um, on display in Seoul in uh, South Korea uh, since 2016. Can I ask, is it on display in the place where it was created? Uh, yes, I believe so. And also, uh, as part of the record of the performance, he's left the art, the spray cans that was used to create the work in front of the work. Okay, yeah, as part of the work. Now, what's happened? Because I can imagine John Wan is actually a Korean name and everyone's just spelt it wrong. Well, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. It sounds, I think it's, just the way that the John and the one are together in his name, it sounds like it's a street name. Oh, it's okay, cool. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, anyway. Are you spelling right, everyone? Art <laughs> fans, spell Korean names correctly. <laughs> so, couple walks into the gallery and they see these uh, spray cans on the floor and they think it's a... Uh, it's a participatory artwork. So they've basically picked up the cans and sprayed two sort of, uh, three sort of marks on it, three black marks on the uh, on the canvas. Well, like a live contribution to this work. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't realise. Um, the gallerists were quite nice and they actually thought, you know, that it's, uh, they're not going to do them for it. Cause it's, yeah, the, uh, the gallerists... Is that an actual word? I believe it is, yes. The people who run the gallery. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. They're not like a a special gallery Gestapo or anything. Yes. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, so... uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) I should have said the gallerist. Uh, I think that's probably more to the point than the gallerist. It does sound like a movement, doesn't it? Maybe we should start it, yeah, yeah. So um, they're not going to be pressing charges for it. I don't know if they're going to leave it, uh, actually leave the marks there or not, because it's kind of like a a comment on the work, isn't it? But um, So there's now a small fence in front of the artwork. So if they're not going to like um, press charges, yeah. does that mean they're going to try and remove it or what's the plan well that's action? the point I don't know if they're going to remove it or not yet I haven't found out so I think I think it's going to be left with a do not touch sign oh right okay yeah interesting yeah any other thoughts on that before we move on Tom um, <clears throat> I wonder if it's affected the value Oh, what, like the uh, like the burning Banksy? Yeah, well, I don't know. Would I mean, what is the um, updated artwork like? Uh, I have to say, I think it was more about a recording of the performance because I'm, I wasn't blow looking at it. Obviously, I'm not. You can't judge an artwork unless you're right in front of it. But looking at it, it's all right. 
quite honestly, mm. I'd rather go and see a proper American expressionist painting than than the work. But then again, you see, it's impossible to judge something that huge on the computer screen. Sure. And it's like, um, so if it was all about the performance, it's kind of a shame there's not footage of the, um, what are we calling it, vandalism. Well, it's accidental accidental participation, I think is the, uh, the, the word. Sure, yeah. I've made that up, that word, by the way, that thing, but, yeah. What, participation? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Um, Copyright, Tom. Yay! (laughs) Copyright! Oh, Marcus, the excitement, the uh, tension levels have just gone to fever pitch. (laughs) Photographer Lynn Goldsmith has just won a claim for infringement of copyright against the Andy Warhol Foundation. Uh, In 1981, she took a photo of Prince. Okay, and it was licensed to Vanity Fair. What happened was that Warhol took took the photograph and uh, did his own versions of the photograph. Okay, so Warhol didn't have permission from no. this photographer. What was is it her name? What was her name? Uh, Lynn Goldsmith. So he took the photo out of Vanity Fair that Lynn Goldsmith had licensed to them. Yes. Yeah, Warhol used it for his own artwork. Yeah. Is that why he, uh, is it, was it bad karma? That was why he died. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. He is dead, isn't he? Yeah, is he dead? He died of a very uncomplicated thing. Yeah, well, bad karma's quite uncomplicated, yeah. isn't it? He had a routine operation that sadly went wrong. Well, Prince died as well in a kind oh, yeah. of uncomplicated way and it's like it's kind of too late for him now they'd already committed a bad deed for this like photographer i don't know if prince is really to blame but he is dead it's strange that this has come out at the same time as the release of his new album prince's album it's come out isn't it is that strange coincidence hold on Co- you're cracking up sorry say that again you're cracking up all right, my I'm okay. My end, you keep cracking up. I'm just carrying on, man. Oh, oh no, no. So just say, is that coincidence? That was what you've cracked up on. Is that coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't actually know what you're saying. What was it? Oh yeah, the, about the album. About the album. Is that coincidence about the album? All right. So you think maybe. Prince, the Prince Foundation, or whatever they're called in Metropolis or wherever they are, are actually guiding Lynn Goldsmith for a bit of promo. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to understand. I don't what know what mean? I was saying, actually. I have no idea what I was just saying. It was kind of like I was on the mic and I was thinking things in my head and then realised I was on the mic. 
All right. Well, I guess like Prince was always a bit like that. Yeah, it's it's the genius. It's the podcasting <laughs> genius that's coming out. <laughs> so basically, um, the judge ruled in favour of uh, Lynn Goldsmith and said, "Yep, yeah, there has been a breach of copyright." Uh, in a in a US copyright law, if something's deemed transformative, i.e., it takes an art something as an inspiration and can changes it into something completely new it's deemed transformative and uh, that's all right apparently all right yeah so do you know what prince's new album is called something to do with america yeah it's not called if it was called copyright infringement <laughs> <laughs> then i would be suspicious <laughs> I mean, looking at those works, they are very, very similar, aren't they? There's not really... I can't say that he's... In my opinion, I I don't think that Prince... That Prince, sorry, that Warhol has really transformed them that much. He's not made a new, a completely original artwork out of them. No. Well, he's put some, like, colours behind his head, but it does look like... It definitely looks like the same image... Yeah, and I think that's that's a lot of the to do with it with work. If it has to, if it's transformative, and it's in America, the the copyright law seems to be that if you uh, take a work and you completely transform it and make it to something different, then then that's fine. But this one, I suppose, they would probably argue that it'd affect the market for the original because people might be thinking oh I want a picture of Prince I know I'll do I'll I'll get the Warhol picture instead of that picture yeah but if uh, Warhol had turned Prince into a horse or something yeah then he he would have been alright but Warhol seldomly turned pop stars into horses did he no he didn't but he famously did that uh, collaboration with um, Basquiat and there was a horse Uh, actually it was a uh, a Pegasus in that, but he didn't transform anyone into a Pegasus. It just all I'm saying is, is the Warhol drew a horse. I don't know what I'm saying, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. It's kind of nonsense. It's kind of the, just the day, isn't it, on the podcast? <laughs> now a short advertisement break. Modern art is rubbish. Get yourself a high-definition turtle art print. Woo! So, just head over to modernartisrubbish.com and subscribe to our email list to get your free artwork and to be updated on the latest Modern Art is Rubbish news. So, Tom, after that exciting copyright talk, I just want to talk about one thing. I've been uh, posting on Instagram recently, uh, for those of you that follow Instagram, um, quotes from artists, and I just wanted to talk about them because I just post them up generally, but I don't say much about them. And I've got this one by Picasso. See what you think of this, Tom. And Picasso said, every, every child, every child is an artist. Uh, the problem is how to remain an artist once we grow up. Yeah, I've heard that quote before. Yeah. What do you think of that, Tom? What's your uh, what's your thoughts on that quote? I don't know, really. It's like, it's quite obvious to me 
and probably to most people in the world, how to remain an artist. And it involves getting your paint out or something. Yeah. I think, do you know what it is as well? Is if you look at ch- the interesting thing is when you look at child's drawings, they're always really well composed. So they use all the paper and all the elements are very, very well balanced. And it's something that I struggle with a lot, which is composition. So ch- children instinctively know how to make a good picture. It's almost like it's taught out of them. Oh, right. Yeah, sure. I can imagine that's the case. To me, like a lot of children's art, though, is famously shit. Has Jamie, your uh, your son, started drawing it? Has he done any work? He's not interested in paper or books or pens um, as yet. Oh, right. So, but we'll, we'll he, keep... He, he only likes guitars. Oh, cool. So we'll keep the up to keep people updated on his artistic progress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Tom, that ends our little. Uh... Oh, can I play a track? Yes, of course you can. Yeah. Are you going to play a track at the end for the people listening? Yeah, well, it's called Wouldn't It Be Good If We Talk To The Trees? Yes, are you playing it live or is it going to be played on a uh, cassette? Uh, cassette? No, I was, I was going to play it on a, uh, I guess on a cassette, but on a, a digital file, I was going to give it to you. Oh, cool, yes, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, no, cassette's fine. It's quite Richard Branson, isn't it? Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, so... I will put that on the end then. That's good. I like that song, actually. I've heard that. I shared that on my Facebook, didn't I? You did, yeah. Thanks for that, Marcus. I appreciate (laughs) that. (laughs) And let's share it on the pod as well. Um, So that'll be good. Um, As well as, uh, please head over to modernartisrubbish.com for all the social media stuff. And if you liked what you heard, please uh, recommend us to people and... That's it, Tom. I think that's the end of the... What about uh, any thoughts on copyright? Please email Marcus specifically at info at modernartisrubbish.com. Yes, or anything at info at modernartisrubbish.com. And also, uh, I will put a link to our copyright episode, our episode where we talked about copying stuff. Modern American copyright is non-transformative. (laughs) <laughs> and so just so you know i have to add the caveat that um this is not a substitute for legal advice any legal stuff that we talked about on the show well so, you know I, I i'm like open to it being used for legal advice but there you go yeah so introduce your song anyway tom before we go oh this is obi tom and it's wouldn't it be good if we talked to the trees Yeah, rain. 
Hey, do you love a good story? Great. Then you got to check out the Hashtag Storytime podcast. Each episode brings you the craziest, creepiest, and cringiest stories from YouTube, TikTok, Reddit, and beyond. My story is about the time that I was broken up with at the 9-11 memorial uh, twice. Look, the internet is a dumpster full of stories. And I, your host, Will McFadden, dive in headfirst, sift through the flaming trash, and bring you nothing but treasures. Listen to all 21 episodes of Hashtag Storytime now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dunkin' is putting a whole new spin on pumpkin at Dunkin' with our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold, cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam made with cinnamon and nutmeg spices. And there's more pumpkin for you to love, like the delicious fall classic, our pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Sip into the fall season with the $3 medium pumpkin cream cold brew or pumpkin spice signature latte. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusion apply. Valid on pumpkin spice signature latte only in all cold foam cold brew. 